Chapter 18 in the Book of Job. I have to admit, it's getting to be funny now. These people are attacking each other so unbelievable. I mean, here's Job going through the worst time of his life and his three closest friends just attack him. And today we're in chapter 18 where Bildab the Shuite answered Job. Remember in chapter 17, Job started off by saying, my spirit is broken and my days are snuffed out and the grave is ready for me. What a poor, pitiful plea. That's how he begins chapter 17. And now Bildad answers Job. He said, how long are you going to lay snares for your words and have to hunt for your argument? Do some clear thinking and then we'll reply. Quit feeling so sorry for yourself no matter what's happened. Why are we encountered as beasts as if we didn't have any sense? Why are we unclean in your sight? I can understand. All they've done is attack him and he's just fighting back. What a futile, useless way to live. And I have to say that maybe that's why this book is here just to show us how stupid it is to criticize each other and argue all the time and put each other down. He said, you who tear yourself in your anger, shall the earth be forsaken for you? Or the rock be moved out of its place? Do you think you're gonna move the mountains? Yes, the light of the wicked shall be put out and the flame of his fire shall not shine. You see, they're still saying, Job, you're wicked, and that's what's wrong with you. That's why all this has happened to you. The light will be dark in his dwelling, and his lamp beside him shall be put out. You'll sit in darkness. The steps of his strength shall be shortened, and his own counsel and his plans, in which he, which he trusts, shall be shot down. For the wicked is cast not, I'm sorry, the steps of his strength shall be shortened. The wicked is cast down into a net by his own feet, and he walks upon a lattice-covered pit. A trap will catch him by the heel, and a snare will lay hold him. A noose is forbidden for him on the ground, and a trap for him in the way. Terror shall make him afraid on every sight side and shall chase him at his heels. That's real encouragement. The strength of the wicked shall be hunger bitten and calamity is ready as at his side if he halts. By disease, his strength and his skin will be devoured. The firstborn of death, the worst of diseases, will consume his limbs. I'm glad I don't know that I have any friends like this. He goes on to say he'll be rooted out of his dwelling place in which he trusts. You can't trust anything, Job. You're so wicked and nobody's going to help you. He'll be brought to the king of death or terrors. There shall dwell in his tent that which is none of his family. Nobody's your family. You don't have a family, Job. So they certainly aren't going to come to your aid. Sulfur will be scattered over his dwelling to purify it after he's going. You're so filthy, we'll have to put out sulfur to kill all the disease. 
The roots of the wicked will be dried up beneath and above. His branch will be cut off and wither. His remembrance will perish from the earth, and he will have no name on the street. He will be thrust from light into darkness and driven out of the world. He shall neither have son nor grandson among his people, nor any remaining where he sojourned. Your family's all dead, Job, and you'll die and there'll be nobody left. They that come after shall be astonished and appalled, as they that went before were seized with terror. Surely such are dwellings of the ungodly, and such is the place of him who knows not, recognizes, and honors not God. So you see, Bildad says, your problem is your relationship to God. Now, in chapter 19, we're almost halfway through the book, thank goodness, Job answers. <laughs> it's just the same thing. I cannot believe it. I've never really read this whole book before. I think if I had, I wouldn't have attempted to put it on a podcast. But since I started it, and since God put it in here, I am not going to quit. We're going to see it to the end. Job answers in chapter 19. He said, how long are you going to torment me and break me in pieces with words? These ten times you have reproached me. You're not ashamed that you make yourself strange and harden yourself against me and deal severely with me? And if it were true that I have erred, my error would remain, would remain with me. If indeed you magnify yourselves against me and plead against me my reproach and humiliation, know that God has overthrown and put me in the wrong and has closed his net about me. God has done this. Behold, I cry out, violence, but I'm not heard. I cry for help, but there's just no justice. Poor, pitiful me. I keep crying out and nobody hears me. He's walled up my way so that I cannot pass. He has set darkness upon my paths. He stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He's broken me down on every side and I'm gone. My hope has he pulled up like a tree. He's kindled his wrath against me. He counts me as one of his adversaries. His troops come together and cast up their way and seize works against me and encamp around about my tent. He has put my brethren far from me and my acquaintances are wholly estranged from me. My kinfolk have failed me. I don't even have any family. And my familiar friends have forgotten all about me. Those who live temporarily in my house and my maids count me as a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. Nobody recognizes me. I call to my servant. He didn't answer. I beseech him with words. I'm repulsive to my wife. 
and loathsome to the children of my own mother, to his brothers and sisters. Young children despise me. When I get up, they speak against me. All the men of my council and my familiar friends abhor me. Those whom I have loved have turned against me. My bones cling to my skin and my flesh. I have escaped with the skin or gums of my teeth. Have pity on me. Have pity on you, all my friends, for the hand of God has touched me. Don't you feel sorry for me? Look at my pitiful state, he says. Why do you, as if you were God, persecute me? Why are you not satisfied with my flesh? What else you want to do to me? Oh, that the words I'll now speak were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. And they are carved on a tablet of stone. Job, they made it in the book. That with an iron pen and molten lead, they were graven in the rock forever. And they are. For I know that my Redeemer and Vindicator lives, and at last he will stand upon the earth. There's a wonderful song. I think it's in the Messiah. I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he will stand upon the earth. What a great verse to have in this dark story. Do you know that your Redeemer lives? And at last, he's going to stand on the earth. That is so exciting to me. To know that no matter how th bad how things ever get, Jesus Christ is coming again. He's coming back. He'll put his foot on the Mount of Olives. Walk into the city of Jerusalem through the golden gate that is now shut. It will open due to the earthquake that occurs when he puts his foot on the Mount of Olives. And he'll walk right into that same gate that he rode the donkey in that Good Friday to be arrested and to die. And he will stand upon this earth. That's our hope. That's our only hope. But that's the only hope we need. We don't need any other facts except that God is still in control. And poor Job is wasting away in self-pity. After my skin, he said, has been destroyed from my flesh or without it, I shall see God. His faith is coming through. Whom I, even I, shall see for myself. My eyes will behold him. Not as a stranger, my heart pines away and is consumed within me. Positive words finally come out of Job's mouth. If you say, how will we pursue him, continue to pursue me with the claim that the root cause of all these functions is found in me, then beware and be afraid of the sword of divine vengeance. 
for wrathful are the punishments of that sword, that you may know there is a judgment. We see the faith of Job at last coming through. I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that one day he will stand upon the earth. Take that to bed with you, and be sure you know that your Redeemer liveth.